the VCG podcast is sponsored by Forget Me Not Flowers and Gifts in Barrie, Vermont. Forget Me Not Flowers and Gifts is at a new location on Main Street. So check them out if you're looking for flowers or gifts for someone in your life. Welcome to our campaign of Forbidden Lands. Uh, we are going to introduce our players for this actual play. We have an all-star cast for everyone for this actual play. Uh, let me just go right down. I'm going to go right to my left right here. I think that's my left. Yeah, that's my left. Uh, we're going to go to the one of the co-hosts of the Chaotic Good cast, the Geek of the North, Mr. Jason Hunt. Jason, thanks for coming on and, and being a part of this actual play. Happy to be here. Do you want to introduce uh, your character and let folks know uh, who you'll be playing in this campaign? Uh, I will be playing a human druid named Artan. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. And we'll go right down under at the from underneath me. Another co-host where, of... Where, the... We're not showing up in the order on YouTube as they are for you, I think, Doug. Oh, really? That's weird. No. <laughs> well, okay. Well, then never mind. Your then. points I'm of just, reference are uh, I'm just going to point to folks, and it's just going to be random. Let's just go over to another one of the co-hosts. Oh, wow. This is totally a different setup than... Than, uh, than what I'm looking at. It's actually, it goes the way I was hoping it would go. All right, so I'm going to go to my right, and uh, I'm going to hand it over to the other co-host of the Chaotic Good cast, and also the man behind Apont's perspective, Mr. Rob Collegian. Rob, thanks for coming on and doing this actual play and being part of this campaign. Hey, thanks for having me. I am uh, super excited to be here. Do you want to tell folks who character is that you're going to be playing to i will be playing liet the human minstrel excellent excellent and let me see here next to on the other side of rob is rpg player gm extraordinaire you've seen her on all sorts of different shows you've loved her in every single actual play that she's been on <laughs> Morgan Nuncio Morgan, thanks for coming back on the show and being a part of this campaign with us. Hey, thanks for inviting me. I'm super excited. I'm excited to see where this goes. And I've never played Forbidden Lands before, so hopefully I don't screw it up. <laughs> no, you'll be fine. It's it's awesome. Uh, I will tell folks that Forbidden Lands was my most anticipated RPG of last year. Um, and I have not gotten a chance to to play it. So I'm really excited, uh, along with, with Morgan and everybody else, I think, that uh, we're going to actually get a chance to play it uh, on the show. I've, I've wanted it ever since it, it's come out, I've wanted it on the show. And so I think we've got a great group to, uh, to kind of showcase it. And then last but not least, our fifth and final player is... Amanda Call from Age of Night, the artist and illustrator behind Age of Night, and also my co-founder of Dumpstat Tees, our D&D apparel line that, uh, you know, we kind of put out shirts and stuff, so. But Amanda, thanks for coming on and doing this. Hey, of course, I'm happy to be here. You want to tell folks who your, uh, who your character is uh, that you'll be playing? Yeah, so I'm going to be playing a goblin rogue named Crobin. Goblin robe named Robin. Okay. Also, people don't know who need to know who I am. It's okay. <laughs> oh, that's right. We didn't, we didn't introduce 
I'm so sorry. It's okay. You got so excited about the game. I was just like, I was so excited. Like you said, you said I'm so excited to play it. And I'm like, I'm excited too. I want, where's my excitement? <laughs> I'm playing Zephyr, who's a half elf rider. So nice. And do you have your do you have your rider? What's your what's your horse's name? Oh yes, I wrote one down. Not like five minutes ago or anything. It was well planned out. Yeah, totally well thought out. That's it. Absolutely. Her name is Chaya. So Chaya. Yeah. Nice, nice. Because I'm not drinking a chai tea or anything. and <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't handy. <laughs> it wasn't handy at all. And, of course, I alluded to him previously, but our GM, Mr. Jody Brandt, a.k.a. S- QuestWise, which you can see right here, GM QuestWise in the, in the corner of his little screen right there. Jody, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited for this. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't think of a more perfect person to have come on and, and do this actual play and do this DMing for, for this session, because I know you're a big fan of this game as, as much as I am. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get rolling. So without further ado, I'm just going to take my show and throw it down. Cause you're underneath me <laughs> in the, in the uh, display. I'm going to throw it down to you, sir. Hey, like Doug, who are you playing? On him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> hey, hey, thanks, Morgan. <laughs> here for you I, we're, we're professionals folks well, i was good as i was just i'm glad you said that I was like, oh, <laughs> this, this is a professional live stream right here um professional. my i am playing a wolfkin hunter a wolfkin is like a wolf person um and uh yeah my name's torak and now i'm gonna hand it over to our gm quest wise well, thanks everybody. Uh, I'm really honored to be here. I like like Doug was saying. I love this game. I think this is one of the coolest box sets I've seen in a long time uh, come out from any company since like the Mouse Guard box set, which was amazing. It was. Um, but uh, yeah, so we've introduced everybody. <clears throat> I highly encourage you if you haven't checked out this game to go do so right away. Um, it has one of the most unique sort of world settings I've, I've ever seen in the game as well, too. And some really unique mechanics, which I hope we can at least showcase most of them tonight uh, before the session is over. So without further ado, let's just jump right into this. <clears throat> Four days ago, you were all approached outside of the town of, I have a name, I swear. That's, That's a weird it. name for Outside the village. <laughs> Outside the village of Dartmoor, you were approached by an elderly gentleman who uh, handed, and Morgan, let me just clarify, your character's name is Fela? Felia, but she goes by Zephyr because she doesn't Zephyr, not- right. Yeah. I did write that down. All right. So you were approached by this elderly gentleman and uh, Zephyr, he handed you a small child and told all of you that it was of utmost, utmost importance to bring this child to the Druid Brona, who is north of here in the mountains. And for four days now, you've been riding hard towards those, uh, towards that forest. You have just crossed a a small river and you're now in a wide plain and you can see the forest ahead of you. It's within your reach. Uh, Crobin, I want you to make a uh, uh, make a gear check for me by rolling your armor uh, value for me, please, real quick. Cool. How do I do that? 
please let me and so look at your armor class know how to do that <laughs> sure so in in forbidden lands armor has a a like an armor class it has a rating yep um and how whatever the rating is how many dice you will roll okay d6 is right three of them okay yep. yes d6s all right all right what am i looking for you're looking for sixes. Well, I don't have any of those. Fantastic. Did you roll any ones? No. Good. Okay. So you take one point of damage Ow. as an orc arrow slams into your shoulder. <laughs> looking behind you, you can all see a massive amount of orcs flooding across the river that you've just crossed. It's probably safe to say that uh just the the five of you will not be able to stand up against the number of orcs that are flooding across the river after you uh but you do think that if you can make it to the forest edge uh you might be able to uh at least find some cover if not a place to hide so with that how we're going to work initiative in this game because it's a little bit different normally in forbidden lands you would have a deck of 10 cards each numbered numerically one to 10, everybody would draw a card. But because we are all in different places of the world at this point, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hand off the initiative to the first player and then let them choose who gets to know to go next as a group. So with that, uh, uh, Zephyr, I'm going to hand it to you first because you're on horseback and you have the child in your lap. What would you like to do? She's She's going to look and like look at the group and then look at the massive army following them. And she's like, we got to go. And just like, like dig her heels into the horse and just start trailing off to the, to the woods. <laughs> okay. So you're going to race ahead of the rest of the group and uh, take the child towards the woods. Who would you like to go next? Think um, narratively, like who would be next to... Uh, um, Torak. Okay, so I'm going to uh, look at uh, Zephyr as she's as she's taken off and uh, on on her horse, and I'm going to get on all fours and start booking towards the the forest as well, uh, close follow behind. Okay. And I'm going to sure. hand it over to uh, Artan. Um, I'm going to have a quick look at, uh, at Crobin and realize that, uh, Crobin's not going to keel over anytime soon. And, um, I'll put one, I'll put one hand on Crobin's back and shove him towards the woods and start moving along behind them since we're not mounted actually. So. Nope. Okay. And I will give it over to Leet actually. <laughs> Leet, is it is Leet or Liat? It's Liat. I'll yeah. get that um, Don't worry. <laughs> I, I'm actually interested, Krobin, uh in how how much you you can soak up. I have no idea. Like that's a great question. I have no idea how much I can soak up. Also, the I point don't of damage that you took rate. actually would go to your. Staff. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I'm sorry. What was that? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll ask. So you. the the damage that you took would actually go to your strength attribute or ability or. Ah, so it comes right off of your your, your statistics, your abilities, attributes. I forget what they call them. Attributes. Yeah. Once once they're filled yeah. up, they have some sort of you're broken. 
become I broken. See. Yes. I and see. that's what's really when cool. You up to your and that's the really cool thing about this game. Oh, sorry. That's the really cool thing about this game is that uh, there are multiple ways to take damage. Mm -hmm. So you could be in an argument with somebody and you would be taking damage to your wits uh, attribute. Uh, and, and whenever you're in a physical fight, you'd be taken to your strength. But that's the kind of ni nice flexibility thing about this game. That's cool. Okay. Um, uh, so then I guess my ability to take that damage would be pretty much the same as anybody else's? Uh, for the most part, depending on what your, what your, your um, attribute score is. Right. Oh, I see. Yeah, that hurt. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. All right. I... Um... Let's see, I'm going to use, right off the bat, uh, I'm going to use the rank two of my, my Path of the Hymn. Uh, I'm going to spend okay. one of my, my willpower, uh, and that will actually allow Kroven to recover one point of damage to uh, an attribute. And I will say, since I choose, I will say strength. So Kroven gets back one point of strength. Oh. Nice. I play my little loot. I'm like... Like this, <laughs> that uh, quick little riff that does the damage. Now, so and and do I still get movement or is that kind of like sure? A, yeah, absolutely. Well, I am gonna just you get every turn. You get two. You get a fast and a slow action. A fast okay. action is probably your him. My my guess would be it'd be fast, and the slow action would be like swinging your sword, making a movement, those kind of things. Well, I am gonna tuck tail and run. Can I jump on Torak and ride him? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's worth a shot. All right. I'm going gonna, gonna to try to hop on Torak and ride him into the sunset. <laughs> okay. He's going to grab him by his shaggy him jump on your back. I, I am not going to be... What are, you, what are you? You're a human, right? I am. Um, I'm, I, like, I'm like really... Uh, I'm like really the like like lean and like short. I'm like five seven. Uh, I'm like very weathered and frail looking. All right, I'm I'm a fairly buff <laughs> person, so uh, I'm not gonna like it, but I will allow it because I know that we have to get out of here because otherwise we're gonna get stomped by all these. But normally I would not allow this, and I'm very. <laughs> irritated to the fact that you just jumped on me and started riding me, especially without asking first. I will I will pet the goodest boy as we go. <laughs> the goodest boy. Oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, thank you, Torek. You, you saved my poor feeble self. All right, so Krobin, you are left, correct? I believe so. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to scamper for cover. Okay. Get me out of sight. I'm assuming you are following the others? Yes. Okay. So, Zephyr, you were the first one to reach the edge of the forest, and it is a massive tangle of forest. This thing is, like, probably hundreds, if not thousands of years old, and the, the when you reach up to the actual edge of the forest itself, even the ground cover is very, very thick. Uh, and you're forced to um, slow Chaya down a bit uh, in order to enter the forest safely. Mm -hmm. uh, but once you do, you realize that this is probably the perfect place for you all to be because it there's a lot of possibilities for cover and for places to hide if the orcs actually do uh, follow you in here. Uh, so 
Fela, what I'm going to have you do um, right away, and this is part of the travel movement rules thing, is I'm going to have you make a scouting check. Okay. Um, so if I don't have be... anything in, like a level in scouting, then what do I do? So you're going to roll your ability dice, whatever whatever is tied to scouting. Uh, you just won't roll. Okay, so I got three dice then because I have three in okay. width. You will not use any uh, any skill dice whatsoever, and there's uh, I don't think there's any gear that you can use currently to assist you in this at all. Okay. Okay, so just roll those. You're looking for sixes. No sixes, two ones. Okay, that's fine. Ones are good. They don't hurt you on the first roll. Now you do have the option to push your roll if you'd like to try to do a success, but that means you have to leave the ones. Uh, and you can only roll the other remaining die. Don't <laughs> shake will become no, so <laughs> I'm going to go with someone who understands these rules, so I'm like, mm, I think I'll stay with it. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Cool. You, so you, you slowly make it into the woods, but you're... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm going to say, when you reach the woods, um, you're not... I mean, it's so thick and dark in here that you're you're almost instantly lost so you you, you almost come to a really slow march into the wood on the back of uh, Chaya mm -hmm. alright who would you like to chew oh wait I get to go next because uh, we're going to cut back to me let's see yeah of course uh, alright let's Game see let's... <laughs> <laughs> we'd like it to be <laughs> and one Oh, all right. That's fair. Um, okay. Um, Artan. Yes. Make sir. a uh, you you an arrow whizzes right like you can hear it. It's like these orc arrows are really heavy too, so you can hear them screaming through the air, and you know this one's sort of destined for you. Uh, so go ahead and roll and make an armor roll for me. Uh, now, here's an option. One of the things you can do uh, as an option to try to avoid being hit is you can try to dodge. The problem with dodge, though, is that uh, if you do so, you uh, you actually fall prone once you're finished dodging. Uh, it's a skill. You'd roll it just like anything else. Uh, or you can choose to remain standing after the dodge, but it's minus two dice on your roll. Or you can just try to take the hit and hope the armor soaks it. Uh, as I have no armor, I shall attempt to dodge. <laughs> cool. So it's a skill. So you're going to roll your ability, your skill dice together. Uh, okay. I have no skill in it in particular, so it's just going to be agility, I would imagine. Yes. All right. Uh, I got one. Uh, well, I got one. I got a one and a six and a four. <laughs> so one. One bad, one good. Perfect. Yes. Right. Remember, remember, on the first roll, the one doesn't doesn't oh, uh, doesn't mean anything. Right. So, so I have a, I got a six, and that's one success. The first one. Cool. All right. Uh, perfect. That it it hits your armor and kind of or sorry, you don't have armor. Uh, so it kind of like <laughs> through. Yeah, kind of slices through your clothing uh, enough that now your clothing is damaged, uh, but uh, you didn't take any damage from that, so you're okay, okay there. All right. All right. Uh, who would you like to go next? You can choose yourself. Um, if you'd like. Or actually, I guess I would. Uh, I would choose you to go next. Yeah. yeah it's, okay. All right. Um, 
I'm going to yelp and uh, start running, flailing my arms wildly, robes flapping everywhere. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'll just I'll keep pushing uh, pushing Crobin ahead of me, um, wondering why Crobin isn't perhaps a little bit taller, so that I can maybe use Crobin as a shield. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much all I'm going to do. Um, now Zephyr was on a horse, so has she made it to the tree line? Yeah. She is inside the trees, yes. Okay, so about how far are us folks on foot away then? You'll be able to make it this this turn. You'll the, the beginning of your next turn, you'll be at the edge of the forest. Okay, yeah, I'm just um I haven't noticed that um that Liat has actually um healed for lack of a better term, Crobin's wounds, so I'm just I'm just trying 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 to herd Crobin towards the woods edge so that I can I can help. <laughs> That's the whole reason right. why I'm pushing pushing you around, Crobin. <laughs> um, and sure. I'll choose Crobin to go next, actually, since I'm shoving her around. Will you stop? I'm fine. <laughs> get into cover. I don't want to get I'm, shot again. I'm going toward cover. I have a hole in my sleeve the size of your head. I have an arrow in my shoulder. It's fine, though. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's, <laughs> I can fix it. It's mostly fixed already, but I, I won't say no. But yes, I'm going to continue running for the trees. Run, run for the trees. Okay. And that's pretty much Who all. Who would you like to go next? I'm going to do, we still have Liat and Torek, right? Yeah. This round? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Liat can go next. Okay. Since, uh, so I am not, uh, Torak and I are not in the, the woods yet. Correct. Um, can I use manipulate as an action? Sure. How would you like to use that? Uh, kind of just shriek at the, these orcs to leave us alone. <laughs> like go away, okay. leave us alone. Um, and I would actually, so when I manipulate someone, that's an empathy check, correct? Uh, I believe so, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do have, so let's see. I also have a manipulation of two. Okay. And with okay. sharp tongue, I can roll, uh, roll one more than you need to win the opposed roll. And I can inflict one damage of empathy on the opponent per extra I, the sword cross symbol. <laughs> um, okay. That's a six, basically. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so empathy would be five. So six, seven. And then I just, I'm adding one basically automatic six to that. Correct. Okay. So let me roll my, uh, let's see. And I'm only worried about sixes and ones, right? Right. Okay. Correct. So I, uh, that, the was, that was four dice. So I got to roll one more. Okay, so I got uh, a six and a one, and I still get two more dice in which I did nothing. So I got a six and a one total out of all of those, plus the automatic from Sharp Tongue. Okay, so that's two sixes total? Two sixes total. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, it seems to work in a few of them. Uh, as, you, as you're kind of looking back at them, you realize that some of them have probably been pushed into service, as it were. Um, you wouldn't know a little bit the in this world, orcs and goblins were sort of, they were slaves for a very long time to, uh, to the elves. Uh, so they, 
their willpower is not the greatest. And uh, so, yeah, as you're looking back and you start to bellow this thing at them, uh, several of them sort of start to fall back from the group. Like they slow down, uh, but several of them continue to push forward. But yeah, it seems to have had a little bit of an effect on them. Yeah. Cool. I will continue to uh, pet Turak and, and hope we get to the woods soon. <laughs> okay. I bought us some time, buddy. Thank you. Torek Torek is going to, while he's on all fours, running rapidly to the the woods, he's going to look up at uh, at Liet and say, "Worthless human, if if you're going to ride me, you cannot act such cow. You cannot act in such a cowardly manner. Be be filled with courage. Let's let's just turn around and face these orcs head on. I've got a knife and no armor." Ah, you humans are always un, so unprepared. And and he's just going to, uh, he's going to keep running. Um, uh, can, since Morgan rolled her, oh, we have, I haven't got to the edge of the forest yet though, right? You so will be I, at the end of this turn, yeah. If I want to do the scout, if I want to scout, I can do that uh, next turn. Yes. Okay, yeah, so I'm just going to keep uh, – I'm going to uh, give uh, Liat a little bit of, a, you know, you know, little little verbal, you know, chastising because he's acting so cowardly in my eyes, and he should just <laughs> just be quiet because humans are worthless anyway. He's going to enjoy the ride. And I think that leaves us with just – Crobin, right? Is that left? No, I already went. I just spent the turn running toward the woods. That's right. Gotcha. Anybody left on this turn? I think that's everybody now, right? Cool. Cool. So you all make it to the edge of the forest. uh, And and like I said, it's very tangled and thick and everything. And you start to make your way, kind of pushing away through the underbrush. Um, You can see Zephyr and uh, Chaya and... um, uh, the child that she has with her, and um, they are, I don't know, maybe 30, 40 feet within the thing, and she can tell that she's having a really rough time with the horse and and, and trying to choose where to go. Uh, so, yeah, Torak, uh, Torak or Crobin, you're probably the best ones at, at, at uh, scouting, at, yeah? Scout, scouting? Yeah, I, I, have, uh, I have Path of the Force talent. Where I can spend a willpower okay. willpower point, and uh, pretty much I get an automatic success, uh, and then I can just I can I can add that if I, I can roll first, and then if I if I want to use it, I can use it. So why don't I do okay. that? Why, why don't I? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna try uh, rolling. I have three wits and two in my skill. Uh, I think scouting. Yep, yeah, two in my skill. So I'm going to roll five, and. I get one success, so yeah, okay. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even going to use the uh, the other the willpower point up. So, yeah, okay. I know I know where we're going. So you get in there, and and the minute you kind of cross into the boundary of the forest, you see, uh, because especially of 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 your kin, you can see the sort of natural animal paths winding through the forest, uh, and so you instantly pick up on one of those small, maybe like a deer path or something similar to that. That's just uh, just wide enough for you all to kind of follow single file, 
comfortably uh, at a normal pace. Uh, if you were to spread out across the, you know, the underbrush, it would probably make you move a little bit slower. But yeah, you instantly pick up on one of those and kind of direct everybody's attention towards it. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm going to uh, go ahead and uh, who would you like to go next? Um, I think uh, I think since he's still riding me, I think Liette needs to uh, go. I think uh, okay. At this point, I will I will hop off if I feel we are at least safe enough and we can we can stay together as a group. Um, I'm really pretty useless otherwise right now, so I'm just going to keep up with the group and uh, and since I know that that Crobin was hurt and, and I know I I healed her a little bit. Uh, just want to make sure she's doing okay, and uh, I'll pass it off to to her. Okay. Ah, uh, eh, still kind of sore. <laughs> also, it this is stuck. You, would you mind someone? <laughs> just I'll take that arrow if you're not going to use it. I... <laughs> yeah, here you go. Ow. Nice. I'm going to look at it, wipe it off real quick, and then throw it in my backpack. Ow. Is anyone following us into here? I'm going to look back out from where we can see if we are being pursued. Now that I'm so an arrow out of my You guys head. enter into the forest. Yeah, you guys enter into the forest and you turn back to look and you can hear these angry cries from the orcs. And they've all stopped right at the edge and they're like banging on the trees and underbrush with their weapons and stuff. But they have stopped right at the edge. Uh, at this point, uh, Artan, do you have any, you have some cool druidic, druidic abilities, right? Druid skills? Uh, yeah, I'm on the, I'm on the path of healing. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, what is, uh, what skills do you have? Um, did you take lore uh, at all? Uh, for skills? Uh, nope. Uh, I have the healing skill at level three. Uh, I have insight at level three. That's all I need to know. Does anybody have the lore skill? Uh, I am lore with a, a skill level of three, and uh, my oh. pride is actually that I remember all the tales and legends of the Forbidden Lands. Ah, oh, nice. All right, cool. Uh, so go ahead and roll a lore check for me. Okay, so that would be my five plus three. Here goes my first four. I got a six and a one. And then let's roll another four. It would be my total. Uh, so two sixes and one one. All right. So you remember, uh, the, you realize that now, that you all realize that the orcs have stopped. Uh, and um, uh, you get this, uh, Liat, you you sort of this foreboding sort of memory, this, this remembrance of that. This is the forest called the Drakenwald, which basically is like the dragon forest. Um, and you remember that, uh, the, uh, a tale from before the, the blood mist came that this was a forest that was, uh, thought to be, uh, that would house monsters, of of all sorts of, um, like lineages and stuff. Uh, so there was a, there's always been a huge fear, especially amongst the orcs because they were 
they were slaves at one point and basically used as like meat shields. Uh, this is one of the places that has been sort of passed down to their generations uh, uh, that this is sort of a forbidden place, a place that they will not go. Um, but you also know that this, uh, the, the legend is that at the center of this forest uh, is a place um, uh, that is meant to be very holy amongst the Druids. And you were told by the old man who gave you the child, whose name uh, is also Keyleth, by the way, uh, although the child has not talked to you uh, since you've you've acquired it, uh, I'm guessing it's probably um, Zephyr gave her the name Keyleth or calls her Leth. Um, uh, but uh, you, you know that this is the home of the Druid Brona, where you're supposed to bring the child as well, too. So. Uh, the the orcs won't follow us in here. Uh, this it's a foreboding place, though the center of the forest is probably uh, is probably our destination. Hmm. Okay. We should be I would safe like to meet for now. I'm curious to find out more. Sure, why not? We got nothing else to do. I don't want to go back to those orcs. You'll scream and cry again. Uh, Torak, you also uh, just uh, initial impressions as you guys come up to the forest, just sort of like mental judgment. You think it'll probably take you about two days to reach the center of the forest. All right. Yeah. So let's, uh, we've got a ways to go, folks. If you want to go to this Brona place, Let's let's just keep going this way. It's going to take a couple days. The further we get away from the orcs, the happier I will be. So I am all for that. And I'll just truck off in some apparently random direction. <laughs> Is that the way we're going? I uh, don't think. No. Hey. Hey. What's that guy's name again? Hey. Dude. Hey. Hey, guy. Ar guy. Artan. Ar What's his name? Artan? Artan. What kind of name is Artan? What kind of name is Torak? It's a mighty name. <laughs> hey, All right, sure. Artan, this way. I'll turn around and see which direction he's pointing and say, "That's the direction I was uh, I was I was trying to indicate. I totally meant to go that way, and I'll wander off in that direction instead." Is, is Artan a human as well? Yes. Oh my God, these these humans—they're worthless. What does everybody okay. look like, by the way? Since now that we're not in oh, yeah, we didn't really... combat. Yeah, let's. Uh, you guys want to give a little description of what, uh, what you guys look like? Um, I'm a pretty plain-looking human, to be totally honest with you. I have completely natty-looking hair. Like I, I literally look like I just crawled out from under a bush. Um, I'm <laughs> wearing one this... would expect from a druid. Yeah, um, I'm wearing this really like hideous brown robe. Like I don't even know what it's made out of, to be honest with you. But I've got like little bits of moss plugging holes, like where that orc arrow blew through my sleeve. I'm I'm trying to figure out a way to smear the moss around and stuff it in the hole to make sure there's no obvious gaps in my in my robe, kind of thing. Um, uh, face is completely dirty. Like I, I I make absolutely no consideration or, or or take any level of care for my my personal appearance. Um, if you if you get really close to him, he kind of smells like a bag of uh, of outdoor potpourri. <laughs> hmm. Not necessarily, you know, like terrible or anything like that, but you know, he smells like the forest. <laughs> earthy, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's a it's a musk. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, carrying carrying uh, the the tried and true druid staff, which is basically just a a, a goofy looking long stick, to be totally honest with you. Um, knapsack on my side, uh, some things clanking around in it. Little little pouch on my belt with uh, my uh, druidic uh, items and stuff like that. And that's about it. Zephyr, you want to go next and describe uh, what you look like? Yeah, so um, Zephyr is young. She's probably like not even 20. She's like for a half elf, she's like 18, 19. Um, she's small and thin, but you know, it's a good writing. She's she's built for writing pretty much. Um, she's got hazel eyes, uh, dark brown hair that's pulled back into a tight braid and um, like a tan, tan skin. Um, and she's wearing like loose linens, like light, light tan tunic and trousers and cross her shoulders or cross her body's a quiver with her um, bow pretty much at her side at all times. Uh, Liet, do you want to go? And... Uh, sure. So uh, Liet is very weathered and worn down. Uh, he's kind of got like a, like a sun cracked face, uh, gray hair, kind of a gray close cropped beard. Um, he's lean, and from what skin is showing, it's very scarred, uh, kind of darkish, darkish skin, about 5'7". Um, he's got a tattered cloak and, like, homespun shirt and trousers, split leather boots. Um, he's got kind of like a beaten and worn uh, loot around his, uh, you know, strung around his back. Uh, and the only items of him on him that look of value is on his belt. It's uh, just a like a uh, pouch containing papers and uh, quill and ink. Uh, and the only thing about him that kind of doesn't look like older and, and worn down are his eyes, which are still a very young and, and brilliant green. Nice. Crobin, uh, I think you're up next. I look like a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so I, I, no, I, I've actually been sketching, so I have a I don't know if my camera will see anything. It doesn't like the lighting. Oh, there we go. There's oh, nice. Look at that. Sort Very of. cool. I can't get it to focus. Damn you, camera. All right. But well, I'm going to tell folks if you want to take a look at that, we'll post it on the uh, VC yeah, page I'll, and folks can uh, check it out uh, a little bit better. I'll, and there will be more done by the end of the session, probably because I can't not move my hands. I just can't. Also, uh, Crobin is a guy. Oh, Oh, okay. Because I have to confuse everybody. Sorry, because I constantly have to confuse everybody by cross-playing or playing characters whose gender is tree. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So at this point, I think I will... uh, Oh, sorry, was there somebody left? Yeah, I I haven't uh, described it. uh, Oh, right, right. right, right. So so Torek, uh, Torek is a large... Uh, wolf person. He is silver. He has silver fur. He is uh, he's 28, but in dog years, that's makes him like you know 85. But uh, he's still pretty pretty uh, middle aged. Um, but you know, he's uh, he's not uh, not 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 real old. But you know, he's 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 like an adult. Um, he's muscular. He's he's like if uh, He Man were a wolf person. 
that's what he looks like. He's got the whole like thing like that covers his. He's got so like he's like super wolf. buff then. Well, he's not like super <laughs> super buff, but I'm just saying like if he were he's he looks like he's wearing like He Man's outfit. Like that. He's also I, extremely soft. And he's <laughs> no, he's muscular. <laughs> it's just soft, downy fur. It's like. Uh, it's like rolling around in just a Not. field of, of wildflowers. Uh. <laughs> and as you can tell, he's not very friendly, and he does not like being part of this party, but somehow he gets suckered into it. Um, somehow he got roped into it. He also has three like really long scars down his snout, which uh, he does not like to talk about. And he's actually very very perturbed that something at one point got the better of him and left those scars and therefore he is very kind of embarrassed and he won't if anybody brings it up he will not talk about it he's also liet's absolute best friend and he <laughs> not stan liet even though the best boy we're uh, we both have silver silver hair. That's the only thing we have in common. Yet Liette probably thinks that we have much more. We we do. We are we are kin. We are kindred spirits. How long have you two uh, traveled together? Too long. He is uh, he is worth writing tales of. So, uh, yes, that is, uh, really followed him around for for many moons. Okay, <laughs> and I can't stand him. Well, no, because he rides you. He, he can't need to stand him. That's right. <laughs> you just need to stay on all fours. <laughs> so the child that you've been caretaking over for the past four days, uh, you've come to start calling her Keyless or Less uh, for short. She is a, uh, a half-elven child, probably around the age of maybe six. Uh, she's wearing a sort of off-white, simple robe that's been cinched at the waist by a rope. Um, you you don't think this is probably her natural clothing, uh, but again, you're not really sure where she came from or why she's important. Um, she's also hasn't spoken at all since you guys have acquired her, uh, although she is very emotional. Like, uh, f uh, facial feature-wise, she is, uh, she does react to you it's not like she's you know completely emotionless um, but when you talk to her you can tell that she can understand but she might be a mute you're not sure so that's what the the child looks like as well uh she has shoulder length brown hair uh slightly pointed ears as the half half elven heritage would would um would show um but uh, almost to the point where um it took you a while to realize that she was a female. Uh, she's sort of very androgynous, as it were, um, which is odd for a half-elf. Um, it's more akin to, it's almost as if she had more elvish heritage than human parentage in there as well, somewhere. But as you guys are making your way through the forest slowly down this deer path, we're going to start using some of the cool rules that come up in Forbidden Lands. And these are the journey rules. Since we don't have a map, we're just going to do a theater of the mind. But the way it works is that every day uh, you can cross one hex, basically, on the map. But that day is broken up into four parts, morning, day, evening, and night. 
Uh, we're going to start uh, at evening. It was probably late afternoon when you reached the forest. So we'll just do two quarters of the day here before we move on to the next. Now, during the journeys phase, uh, there are a lot of different options you can take. You can continue to just hike. Uh, someone uh, has to be chosen to lead the way. Someone can be chosen to keep watch. And someone can be chosen to explore during this phase as well, too. Uh, so uh, amongst you, you get to choose who would like to take either lead the way, keep watch, or explore. Um, I'll keep watch, I guess, for now. Since I don't okay. technically know where we're going since I wandered off in the wrong okay. direction. Now, you can all hike. That's just everybody can do that. But only one person can do the follow, you know, lead the way, keep watch, or, or explore. So I, I don't mind okay, so, leading the way if, if folks, okay. folks don't mind. You're probably the best suited for that kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah that's what I'm thinking. With your sniffer. And who is it? Does you don't have to explore, but does somebody want to? I do. Okay. <laughs> cool. So let's start by leading the way uh, with Torak. Uh, let's see. Just want to make sure I have this down correct. So leading the way, you're known as the Pathfinder, and you will make a survival roll. Uh, if you have the Pathfinder talent, that will also modify that role as well. I don't. Where's my survival? Okay. What do I roll for survival? Survival is one of the regular uh, skills. Uh, uh, I think it's oh, one. yep. Oh, so yeah. it's wits, wits and... Uh, okay, so I, I roll three base, one skill, and I'm going to roll... Uh, I did not roll anything. My first, my first roll, okay. I, I got two, three, five, and a five. I'm going to push it. Okay. See what uh, see what happens. So any ones are going to be negative now, and sixes will still be a success. But Correct. I rolled a one. Okay. So you're going to take one point of damage to your wits because you always take it to the skill that it's uh, that the that's linked to that that attribute. And let's see what happens. Oh yeah. Awesome. Uh, so you step right into a nest of wasps. And swarm attack the entire group. Each ah. adventurer must make a move roll or suffer an attack with uh, yeah, badness. <laughs> You do as well. You're the first one to step on it. So you've okay. you've stirred them up. So move is agility. So everybody can roll for this, uh, with the exception of Crobin, because you're exploring, you're gonna be kind of off the path. So everybody okay. but Crobin. La la la. Uh, Ooh, I got, uh, my two sixes for me. Uh, I got one six. Okay, you're safe. Okay, so I rolled a one on my first roll, so and no successes. So I pushed okay. it, and I've got and I, granted I have six dice that I'm rolling of this. So I have two okay. failures and one success. Okay. 
Uh, so you, uh, let's see. Okay, uh, so you successfully are able to get away from them, uh, but before doing so, you're going to take, you said you had two ones? Yes, and one success. Yes. You're going you're gonna to take two damage to your agility. Now, does he get willpower for that, too? He does. You do. Because you push the roll, you're going to get two willpower in, in, is that for that as well. Wait, do I use my horse's movement or move and agility things at them on the horse? Yeah, you totally can. Absolutely. Probably even better. Let me re-roll that then. Okay. Did anybody else fail? No, just the guy that's leading the party. Just the guy that's supposed to be cool. better at it than everybody else. Just a failure. Just the guy that's supposed to be doing the best at this. Um, I got no sixes. Okay. But I got okay. two ones. It's on the first roll. Do I want to push it? You got two ones? Uh... It's, it's... That's going to be two automatic negative things. Yeah, and I don't want four horses to do it. Oh, there's no advice. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm just going to... I'm not going to push it. Okay. Uh, so... You take one damage to your agility, okay. and you get stung in the side, and your horse takes one damage to agility as well. Okay. Sorry, Chaya takes one. And... Let's see. Everybody else is successful? I was successful yet. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, we will go to Artan next because you were keeping watch, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. All right. Uh, go ahead and make a uh, scouting check for me. Okay. Two successes. All right. Perfect. Um, it seems like everything is all clear, other than this mass of bees that you guys <laughs> stepped through. You don't you don't see anything. Uh, everything looks calm. Uh, you know it, it's it's a typical forest, so you're going to see a few birds here and there, maybe a squirrel scampering up a tree. But it seems like everything seems to be fairly safe at this point. <laughs> I will I will relay All that right. relay that information to Torak. <laughs> Other than that oh. single swarm of of bees or hornets or whatever it was you stepped on, the rest of the surrounding forest is completely clear of anything dangerous. Torak, thanks. Artan. Yeah. You're welcome. And he's going to look at Artan like... All right. Really disgusting. Cover, covered like, in little bee stings, and I'm just like, what do you... you <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to move over to Crobin. Uh, Crobin, I need you to make me a... Uh, make me a scouting check as well. Oh, I'm not very good at that. Okay, it's fine. Oh, I'm really bad at that. <laughs> okay. I rolled two ones. 
point. Yeah, don't re- don't push it. Don't yeah, push don't push it. No, it. I'm not going to push that. That would be a terrible no. idea. <laughs> um, you realize that the the one thing you do come to realize is that you guys, because of the bees and stuff, you are completely off the track. Uh, and um, yeah, you you appear to be lost at this point. Uh, you can't see the edge of the forest where you guys came in at any longer. And you're not even really sure what direction you guys are headed now. Now you all know how I feel. Torek is not going to acknowledge that we're lost. And he's just going to keep on (laughs) claiming that he knows exactly where we're headed. That's going to be very, very awesomely bad, I think. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to come out the edge of the tree line right where the orcs are standing. (laughs) No! Zephyr's just going to look at him and she's like... Just like reading his, like just trying to read him, see through his lies. Just like he's, he's oh. gonna like he's gonna every once in a while look look around to like try to see if he can find anything that looks like anything remotely familiar or something that should like point him in the right direction. But he's still gonna like keep pretending like he knows what he's doing. Okay, Leah is just he's Even- he's following Torek confidently. Uh, he is gonna kind of like saddle up next to him, be like. You do know where you're going. Of course I know where I'm going. Oh, good thing, because I have no idea where we are. No, he's good. <laughs> you gotta you trust him. He he always knows the way. Yeah, I tried looking over there and over there, and I have no idea where we are. Can I do an insight <laughs> check on Torek? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting yeah. for someone to say that. <laughs> so just my it's uh, insight and wits, which yes. is just which. Yep, yep. I got none. <laughs> she's just gonna give me a look and she's Hard like, to read. <laughs> <laughs> we're all just wandering around okay. saying, Would you look at all these trees? Clearly, we're going in the right direction because trees, right? Many trees. trees. So you guys wander around for a bit, and you realize it's starting to get pretty dark. So we're entering in the next uh, phase of the journey. Uh, journey phase, the next phase of the journey phase. Sure. Uh, we'll, go, we'll go with that. Which is, uh, which is going to be the night phase. Uh, so one of you, uh, it's probably, I mean, you guys could press on if you wanted to, but it's probably a safe bet to make camp at some point. Uh, uh, so one of you uh, amongst... Cool, that's probably a good idea. Uh, so one of you can choose to make camp, uh, although you can receive help from others by doing so. Uh, let's see. So who would like to try to be the person to make camp? Uh, to make camp, it's going to be a survival role. Oh, I'll try that. Okay. And anybody else who has their survival skill can help by adding one die to that role. Uh, I'll help. Okay. I'm so not helping. Okay. So that's uh, that's a wits roll, right? So, uh, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. so. I'm, I'm going to wonder why we're stopping. Dirt. Not all of us have four legs. Clearly, we're on the correct path to going where we're supposed to go. Do you know what time it is? Uh, don't you want to sleep tonight? 
And I'm gonna look at Leaf that's like probably like falling asleep in my arms as I'm writing. <laughs> uh, see, the squirt's tired. Yeah, she's out. I, I'm a wolf. Uh, I got three successes. Nice. Okay. So you, okay, you kind of come out into this small. There's like a break in the trees, uh, but there's still the, the undergrowth is still really thick. But there's sort of a uh, a space big enough for you to all kind of like hunker down. Um, uh, it'd be a comfortable place to sleep for the night. Uh, do you guys have food? Do you guys have food and water with you? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I got a water skin and I got rations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've cool. got consumables, food and water. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. All right. Um, okay. So you guys make camp, but you also probably should, I mean, this is up to you, but again, uh, so you won't need to forage or hunt or anything if you have food currently. Uh, but some of, you know, somebody should probably keep watch at some point. And again, the other option is you can always explore as well. I kept watch during the day. I will explore at night. Or wait, no. Okay. Um, I'm going to use my uh, my healing skill on those of us who are down um, attribute points. Appreciate you. Okay. Um, do I roll for everyone separately? No, is that physical? Uh, uh, that's a good uh, question. Is it? It's the healing skill. Um, <clears throat> I, g- I get to roll a number of dice equal to uh, my uh, wits or empathy because I'm uh, because I'm a druid. So that'll be a five either way. So I get eight dice to roll, and for every six I roll, I restore one point of whatever lost attribute that person has. But I, it doesn't really specify if it's a group thing or an individual thing. Let's find out. Uh, or wait, never mind. It literally says a person. <laughs> oh, okay. There you cool. go. Oh, yeah, a person who has suffered, yeah. Got to right, love it when so the grammar clears it up for you. Yeah. Um, so here's I the thing. Use... You can do it on... You can do it on every person that you would like to, uh, but um, it will cut into some of your resting time. Okay. So I'm going to say that every one that you roll, um, yeah, just let me know how many ones you roll. Okay. Uh, So most damage right now, I think, is uh, Torak, right? Mm. I think so. I've got three. Was that a grunt of confirmation or a grunt of grunt? But I'm going to speak it was. It, <laughs> I have two in agility and one in wits that uh, are damaged at this point. Okay. So well, I'll, I'll start with. I'll start with you then. So three, six, eight dice. Uh, one. I got two successes and no ones. Nice. Okay. So I can just put that into whatever I want. I'm going to. Uh, uh, Heal my my agility. Oh, only uh, yeah, strength and agility I can fix. Yeah, with that one. Oh okay, excellent. Uh, I will uh, take watch if we still need someone to do that. Sounds like okay. a plan. I mean, is that uh, spread, is that insight? If we it's shift, I was let's see. Out. Yeah, you totally can. Um, it is a. Yeah, the insight sounds good. All right, let's see. Uh, that is, uh, um, let's see. So I got a six and a one. Okay. All the uh, other numbers don't count, right? Just sixes and ones? 
Correct. All right. So yeah, one six and one one. Uh, I need more d6s for next game. <laughs> yeah, this game does um, use quite a few. It does, really does. Uh, so in the so you're keeping watch. Uh, you're keeping the first watch, I should say. Uh, through the small break in the trees, uh, in the distance, you spot a. Um, it looks like a like a green cocoon stuck to the top of one of these trees. Cool. Um, I, I will point it out and I will kind of start sketching it on one of my sheets of paper. Okay. Does anybody want to uh, explore that a little further? Torak is just going to, uh, he's going to do that thing that dogs do where they like, like walk around in a circle and before they, before they lay down on the ground, you know, before they lay down on the ground. <laughs> So that's what that's what Torek is gonna do. He's gonna do that little like pacing, and then he's gonna sit down. Then he's gonna lay down after he lay gets healed from okay. uh, Artan. I'm curious um, about that. What is that? Okay. Do you know what that is? Do you know what that thing is? That's, that's that weird thing up there. Hey, uh, Artan, what's that weird thing up there? Um, I will attempt. Uh, how high up a boat is it? Probably, f it's a pretty big tree. I would say probably fifty feet up in the tree. It's like right near the oh, top of the tree where the canopy is. Yeah, it's way up. Um, so I, um, I'm going to try to climb 10 or 12 feet up to see if I can get a slightly better view of it. Okay. Um, do I need to roll for it or is that just a... No, we'll, no, we'll say that's pretty easy. Uh, the tree's... Okay, okay. It, I'm not no pushing my luck. Like if it comes to anything where I have to take a risk, I'm not, I'm not going to take that chance. Yeah. Um, and I'll see if Which I can get better view of it from there um what would i roll for that just uh inside it or something or oh uh, no it's fine you don't you don't have to roll for that it's fine oh, okay uh the, you get a little bit closer and you realize that it's probably not really even a cocoon sort of looks like a like a a balloon maybe like a like a um a cloth you you, you mm, trying to think of who may have seen this before uh, Zephyr, maybe this is something when you start to describe it to them, Zephyr, you realize that you've seen one of these before. Um, it's like a, uh, like a hot air balloon. The dwarves use them quite a bit for like scouting and stuff. It seems to be stuck into the, the canopy of the trees. Oh, I mean, I've seen dwarves that use these things for scouting. That's so it's weird. A, they must've. It's a what? It's a what? It's, it's, um, they use it for an aerial view like they'll like use heat to go right i don't know how it works it flies it floats it used to but now it's stuck to a tree yeah oh oh i definitely need to check this out yes mm -hmm. i will get out of the tree so that crobin can mm -hmm. excuse me excuse me <laughs> yeah crobin okay. wants to wants to get up close and personal and and see this thing okay so i'd uh, like to so... climb a tree yeah, do it. Uh, let's see. Mark my page here real quick. <laughs> so you're going to make a... Assuming it would just be a climbing check. Is that a thing? Climbing is uh, not a thing. I guess not. Um, 
Uh, make a move check for me. That would be move skill plus agility. That I can do. All right. Oh, really? <laughs> All right. Well, I did get one six. No, oh, okay. Uh, that's good. Then it's a success. I have I have three ones, but those don't count right yep. now, right? Right, right. Okay. Okay. Only Correct. if you had switched it, Correct. those would Right. No, no. I'll stick with my one success and ignore that pile of failures <laughs> waiting to screw me over. Okay. So you get up there to the, you get within maybe like five or 10 feet of it. And you can see this balloon. It looks like it is probably floating over and it crashed into the canopy of the trees and is now tangled amongst the brush. Um, the closer you get, you, you begin to hear a soft, like breathing or moaning noise. And you see the you see a hand sort of sticking out of one of the sides of the balloon. Looks yeah. very thick and meaty and uh, maybe dwarvish. Uh, oh, I hey hey guys! I think there's somebody uh, stuck in this thing. Yeah, that's just so gross. as you. <laughs> as you call, if you as you call down to them, you see one of the fingers as you reach out to it, sort of twitches a little bit as if it's still alive. Eh, eh, it might still be alive. Hold on, I'm gonna try to get close. You sound so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if it's a, yes, a little bit. I, I'm gonna try to get closer and see if I can. Oh my God, cat! <laughs> Why? Aww. What a cute kitty. The cat wishes to help. Yeah. It can yeah. climb trees. Mm -hmm. Right. Very dexterous. Yep. That was super graceful. Uh, yeah. I want to try to get closer and see if this presumably dwarf body is still alive and if I might be able to help him. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you get closer to it and you're able to kind of pull back part of the canvas that would be part of this balloon. And you see a dwarf tangled up in all these ropes and canvas and he's kind of smashed against the tree uh he's barely awake it looks like maybe one of his legs is at a twisted at a weird angle Ugh. his eyes slowly kind of flutter open just a little bit as you get close to him uh, uh hey hey i'm gonna try to rescue you don't freak out you're kind of banged up so it's probably gonna hurt so he, he kind of nods in your direction a little bit and kind of, you can tell he kind of tightens up a little bit. Like he's like anticipating the pain kind of thing. Right. I'm, I'm going to How would you like to try to get him down? Uh, well, you said he's all tangled up in ropes. Yes. And rigging and stuff from this balloon, I would assume. Uh, well, then I'd like to see if I can use some of that to like once i get him untangled a little bit to lower him down okay uh all right that's probably not something that's covered by any of the rules let's take a look probably um, not <laughs> <laughs> going off script uh let's say well, i'm gonna make you have make i'm gonna have you make two checks mm -hmm. uh so the first one is going to be a a move agility to try to get him sort of untangled from the tree Okay. And the second one is going to be a might strength to try to lower him down. <laughs> okay. <Slowly. laughs> Can you hear the confidence in, in Crobin's voice right now? Uh, 
Well, I got him untangled. I got him untangled okay, like, a, like a boss. Uh, I awesome. got two successes there. So he's untangled and he's rigged. I'm going to shout down to my uh, companions. All right, I'm going to I'm going to lower for this guy down. Uh, he's kind of heavy, so be ready to catch him. Tor- Torak is still like sleeping. Like with his, he's just like sitting there with his eyes closed and his ears just kind of like twitch just a little bit. Like <laughs> is anybody is just uh, sitting back against a tree, picking at his loot and it, and laughing at this. Anybody? Anybody gonna help me? I, I'm just gonna to... go over there and try to like rub her eyes and she's like, "All right, rescue operation here." Anybody care? Uh, if he hits the ground, I will save him. Oh yeah, you all inspire so much confidence. I'm here. What what more do you need from me? Thanks, thanks, Zephyr. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna try to lower down this door. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the, look, the look says it all, right there. No, no successes and one failure. Yeah. So, so he at first it starts to work pretty well. Like you're slowly, he's sort of like sliding along the edge of the tree. And then it just like the rope breaks free from your hands and it yeah. just zips towards the ground. Uh, is anybody going to try to stop his descent? <laughs> I guess at this point him. I will leap up because uh, fun and games. Zephyr's Zep- is- trying to catch him already, so like, yeah. I'm just reaching into my bag to get some healing stuff ready. <laughs> yeah. Probably good call. Gravity so, will bring you to Earth. So there are two of you trying to do so? Yes, I'm very wimbly, but I will do what I can. That's who I'm has the thinking. higher nope. Who has the higher might strength or might skill or I strength? Have, either one. I have four strength and no might. I have okay. two strength and no might. <laughs> okay. So what, what I'm gonna do is uh uh Zephyr, uh, you're gonna roll, but because uh Liette is trying to help you, you're gonna get an extra die. Sweet on your roll. Oh I, I see my my rubbery oh, arms are just like, I'll get him. Yeah. Um, oh no! I got none. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you want to try to push it? No, because I also got yeah. two one, so I don't want to push it. Oh, okay. No, it's cool. All right. So he, you guys, try to get in the way. Um, it's uh, yeah. He hits the ground pretty hard. Uh, you can hear the air escape from his lungs as he hits the ground, and then it's just like this ear-piercing scream as you realize that his leg was broken and now it's flopping back the other direction. Oh, oh, oh sorry. I hate, it. I hate it so Gross. much. Sorry. I'll clap my hands together and say, uh, patience. <laughs> Torak is, is finally going to open his eyes and like get up and walk over to see what's going on. Okay. All right. Um, I'm good. Uh, is this guy about to die, or am I? Can I? Am I just trying he, to heal him? He looks in pretty rough shape. Um, he he <laughs> has taken some wounds, but he's also been up here for a while, so he looks very. He's probably been several days without food and water. All right. Well, I'll try to I'll try to stabilize him. That'll be that'll be my my role. Okay. Cool. Uh, two. Two successes, one failure. Um, okay, I'll so, leave it. I'll leave it at that. I'll take the successes. Cool. 
Um, yeah, you're able to get him to a point where he seems comfortable. Um, you're able to sort of get his leg Straighten sort of set out. straight. Yeah, a little bit more. Um, it's it's set in an, in... <laughs> right. Kind of exactly. Uh, I'm just like, here, I need to put my finger in your chest for a second. <laughs> 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 You're also able to get him a little bit of water, but he so he seems comfortable. Um, but he passes out the minute you set his leg and stuff. Uh, but he's still alive. He's still breathing. Like, he's fine. We're good. Let him nap. I'm just gonna drag him closer closer to the fire, so at least he's a little warm. <laughs> and then yeah. I'm gonna check on Leth and make sure. Cool. That so the night. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't. Uh, I mean, she woke up when he screamed, but uh, for the most part, she's kind of hunkered back in down. Uh, Probably used to screaming, being uh, right. falling back asleep. Crobin, you. Right. <laughs> I yes, I was. I was going to say that uh, before I come down out of the tree, I wanted to examine the wreckage of the balloon. Okay. See if there was anything salvageable from it. Ah, nice. Good question. Let's see. Yeah, if uh, a dwarf. Uh, um, Torek's got enough hot air to get that thing off. The yeah, again. you um, <laughs> you find tied into a bundle uh, in what would have been sort of the the harness of this balloon, a uh, a crossbow with uh, um, a resource die of a D6 worth of arrows. And it looks like this dwarf's battle axe is wrapped in that as well, too. Ah. Okay. Don't drop that one. No, I will bring those down. Okay. Okay. Uh, while she's climbing down, I'm going to go over to Zephyr uh, and uh, look over her horse and, and ask if the horse needs any help. Because I know it got a little bit uh, poked and prodded. We both got stung by a bee, so um, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll leave it to you to decide. Um, I can I can help you or I can help the horse. Help the horse. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to cast a spell on, on the horse. I'm going to... Okay. Uh, I just want to make sure I don't have to make a roll for that first. I don't believe I do. But I, have to, I spend my. I spend don't my... believe you do. I believe spells. Yeah. Yep. You spend your power point, and yeah. then uh, basically the spells just go off unless and you need to like bump it up or something. That's yeah. That's all I'm checking on right now. Uh, what did it take damage to? Uh, his agility. Her agility. Okay, I will heal it for one point of agility. Yeah. That's all she needed. And then I'm like, I'm tired. Flop. <laughs> Flop over next to Torak and call it a day. He's a little because he's so soft. So soft and flat. Well, eventually I figure we'll end up stoning or something. <laughs> and, and Torak just hates... Like humans in general, of course. Humans are like not well liked in this this setting in general. No, not at all. No. So like the fact that two humans are like even like <laughs> one's riding you, one's using you as a pillow, <laughs> just really just grates him to no end. 
Okay, so the night passes by uh, pretty uneventfully, uh, other than this crazy thing that you've discovered. Uh, and the, the sun starts to come up slowly, you know, kind of dappled through the leaves of the trees uh, when you awake in the morning. And um, again, like you said, you found yourself in a sort of semi-clearing in the trees, uh, but you've all been sleeping in like the fronds of these big ferns and everything. So you're all, you all feel pretty rested. There's no ill effects from, from you know, lack of sleep or anything. Um, but uh, you now need to try to figure out where you're headed. You need to try to get back on the track. So somebody needs to uh, make a lead the way uh, check as well. Well, um, his, his leg is... Would like that. Yeah. Um... Well, yeah, you know, we never noticed anything bad with uh, with Torax wayfinding yesterday, so I think we should it again. Yeah, no, I mean, I am the best at this, as as you know, as I proved yesterday. Lost though, except for the whole bee thing. It just, hey, it would have happened to anybody. Yeah, isn't this the woods? Aren't there just bees, and snakes, and bears? What wolf what else lives people. in the woods? There's wolf people in the woods. Well, there's a wolf people <coughs> right here with us. I know he's so, so soft. So I just need to scout. Is that what I'm going to do? Uh survival check, actually. It's a survival check. So it's wits. Yep. So that's four. Okay. So if I do. But I'm, uh, let's see here. Let me just, I'm going to roll it. And I did not roll anything the first time. So I am going to, can I spend a, oh wait, where do I, I want to scout though, right? That's what I'm doing. I'm scouting the way. Uh, it's a, uh, you're, you're actually trying to lead the way. So it's, a, it's just, yeah, it's a survival check. You're just okay. trying to find the path again. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I did not roll anything. I'm gonna push it just, just because I like to gamble and. Okay. Uh, and I did get one yeah. success that time. Nice. Awesome. Did you get any ones? I did not. Fantastic. All right. So you find um you get you find another path that's leading. You're pretty sure, ninety five percent sure, you're heading back towards north, towards the center of the forest. So you move on. Did uh did we just leave the so dwarf as... at the campsite? <laughs> no, he's on the back of my horse. Oh, we saved him. What 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 else do you want? Is he is he conscious? Uh, no, at this point, he's not yet. Okay. So I have a kid in the front of me, and then he's, me, he's... and then like a like a dwarf on the back. The back. <laughs> it's like um, business in the front, party in the back. all right so you guys uh make your way further north um i need someone to make a keep watch for me i did that yesterday so somebody Uh, watch check for me i can do that again okay so that gives me a total of six dice uh one six two failures total. So one six two failures. Okay. Cool. So the failures don't mean anything on the first roll. So oh, you were successful. Right. Um, it, you uh, yeah, everything seems to be fine and clear. Again, like I said, it's 
typical stuff you would find in a forest. Um, you, uh, Zephyr, um, uh, Leth, you, you certainly get a sort of a, the further you guys travel on, you, you certainly get a sense of like fidgetiness from her, uh, almost like maybe um, like she's afraid of something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just like, just put a hand on her shoulder and just give her like a reshirt and squeeze, and then just like look around and see if I can see anything. Okay. Yeah, she she sort of looks up at you and locks eyes for a second, and then kind of like nuzzles herself back into you a little more, uh, for you know for comfort for safety. Kiddo. Um, <laughs> you guys travel on a little. Oh, go ahead. I was like, I will uh, walk next to the horse, playing my lute and and rec uh, recounting the tale of of Torak and the mighty ground bees <laughs> for her. <laughs> It definitely makes her laugh. Uh, she begins to giggle. This is probably like one of the first noises you've heard out of this girl since you found her or since you were given her. Uh, so she, yeah, she begins to giggle um, and uh, points points at Torak several times as she's giggling, as you're singing. T Torak is going to sneer and uh, give give uh, uh, Lee, Lee at the uh, like an evil look. And just keep walking, keep leading the way. <laughs> buzz, buzz, buzz. That's my best All right. friend right there. So <laughs> you guys travel on for quite a while uh, until, um, let's see. Torak, you'll probably notice this first. Uh, you notice the forest around you goes very quiet. Uh, earlier in the day as you guys are traveling, you would hear things like, insects buzzing and birds chirping and, and just forest noises but sure. now you've come you're in the lead and you realize that there's sort of no like it's all gone very quiet all right i'm gonna i'm gonna stop and i'm just gonna like put, put my paw up it's actually a hand but, <laughs> okay and uh and let everybody in like try to sense what uh what's going on okay and make a scouting to... check for me okay uh let's see your scouting is scouting <coughs> uh, which is three so that's that I'm going to roll and i did not get any successes i'm going to push it okay and I did get one success. Perfect. Uh, you kind of move forward just slightly ahead of the rest of the group, and you realize that just beyond the sort of trees that are ahead of you, there's a sense of like a big open space. You can't quite see it through all of the tangled and everything, but you almost get the sense that there's a big opening just beyond the tree line there ahead of you. Uh, does anybody have... Uh, like a stealth skill? I have one in stealth. Krobin? Stealth. Krobin, uh, as a rogue, yes. do you get cool stuff? I do. I, I'm quite stealthy. Oh. Do the stealth. I can do the stealth. Hold on. I'm gathering up my dice for stealthing. No worries. All right. Uh, yes, I did succeed. 
One six eight. Okay. So you 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 sneak ahead of everybody else just to the edge of the trees, and sure enough, there's a big opening there. Like the ground cover disappears. The trees are in a wide ring. I would say probably two hundred feet across, circular. And wow. in the very center of this is a stand of of standing stones, uh, six of them all in all. And in the very center of it, there looks to be a small pedestal. Um, and you can see uh, the lights, the, the canopy is still pretty thick above it, kind of re- arching over it. But you can see light kind of beams of sunlight coming through the, the leaves and stuff. Uh, and there are, you know, like you can see little insects dancing in the air and stuff, but the thing that stands out the most are these big six standing stones, all kind of carved with weird symbols and such. Hmm. Okay. Are these uh, symbols anything that, that I would recognize? Uh, you would definitely have to get closer to investigate, but maybe. Big rocks. Uh, I don't see anybody out there, though. I will just stride out there and take a look. Why not? Oh, okay. I thought we were being sneaky, but I guess we're not. All right. Just <laughs> go for it, Leah. We're being sneaky. He's yeah. kind of not no point now. This this is why my, I'm covered in scars. Uh, <laughs> Torque is going to follow Leah and kind of sniff the air to see if there's anything that is unusual. Okay. Uh, Zephyr's going to hop off the horse and like get to the edge and just have her bow at the ready if she needs to shoot anything that's coming after them. Yeah, I'm just walking with quill and uh, quill and ink and, and pen and already just making sketches of what as what I'm seeing as I go. Uh, make a uh, you get up close to them and begin to start looking at some of the, the stones. Uh, make a lore check for me. Okay, so that would be uh, eight dice total. Wow. Uh, so that is a one and a six, and then that's it, a one and a six. Okay. Uh, that's enough. Uh, you you start to look at these stones, and then you get this sort of like awe-filled feeling, and you realize that this is actually a place that you've read about before. This is a place called Karamor, and this was the uh, ancient sort of uh, gathering of the different druids' uh, sects, uh, they would come together here to have their sort of like meetings and rituals and such. Um, and uh, it's, it's, you, you get that sense of that you're in a very sort of like holy ancient place as you're starting to look at these carvings on the stones and stuff. Uh, there are six stones in a circular pattern right at the very exact center of this clearing. And then the center of uh, those ring of stones is a large, uh, what, what Corbin or Crobin saw as um, uh, like a, a pedestal is actually the base of an old tree that's been sort of hewn across. So it's like a giant tree stump that's only maybe like a two feet high. I will relay this to the party. Okay. So, you know everything I know about the uh, the area. Sure. Um, once, once I get word, I'm going to come bursting out of the trees. <laughs> I'm a druid. I'm a druid. I'm a druid. This is my thing. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so you've, you've heard of this place. Like once he starts to recant this to you, you're like, no way, this is impossible. This place should have been destroyed thousands of years ago. Uh, so you, you emerge into this thing and you, uh, uh, walk up to the center of the thing. Um, 
uh, when you're looking at the the stones and the and this basically it looks like an altar this big tree stump um you can see that there's like a a dark brownish red smear across the top like where the druids would do sacrifices and stuff um probably most likely like animal sacrifices uh some types of rituals and stuff as well too <laughs> yes yes absolutely yeah that's what you find what would you guys like to do um... Wow, I'm I'm not even sure what to do right now. Ah. What is uh what is what is Keyleth doing right now? She uh, is wide-eyed um and and is again kind of like trying to find solace in anybody sort of pressing up against um uh Zephyr's legs and stuff. Um kind of hiding peeking out. She seems terrified, but uh but you're not really sure why. I'm going to give her like a hair ruffle and like give her a smile and be like, I, I'm gonna protect you, kid. It's okay. Are uh, are we sure that's that's and, animal blood? I'll just look at him sidelong. What are you trying to say? <laughs> well, they tell us to to bring the girl here, and there's a pedestal covered in. They never blood. said bring the girl here. <laughs> this is the center of the forest. This is. We had to bring it to Brana, not to the center of the forest. Brana's the yeah the the guy. He's a druid. This is where druids work. This 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 place goes beyond just a place where druids hang out. This this place has been here for for as long as there's been a here for it to be. Like, uh, but I don't see Brana. I don't see this guy. So okay, I'll give you that. Maybe this isn't where <laughs> we meet him because he's a. Uh, well, I mean, he doesn't live on the altar. That's just foolish. He probably has a house uh, somewhere. He's distinctly not here. Who is he? We're talking about the old lady that lives in the woods. Well, lady, he, she, whoever. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I just got a name. We, we didn't get a gender on the druid. Sorry. No, I think we did, <laughs> and no one's paid attention. <laughs> no, that's our story. Is we didn't get a gender on the druid. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> um, is there any sign that anyone has been here recently, other than us? Make like, a. Convenient pathway leading off into the woods with her. I mean, there's uh, kind of like the one you came in on. They're more like animal paths, that kind of stuff. Um, See? But animal, it doesn't seem to people. be. Uh, make a uh, scouting check for me. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> scouting. Oh, wait. Um, okay. I'm, I'm going to do this. Uh, that would be. Well, that would be wits. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I was going to use my adaptive ability, but uh, my best uh, thing is five anyway. So, wait, can I use adaptive to give it to change the skill? Because adaptive allows me to roll uh, or to basically pick any of my available skills to use in a skill test if I blow a willpower on it. So okay. I, so uh, I, is I, that I, a is that a druid thing? Uh, no, it's the human human uh, racial ability, or kin ability, okay. I guess. So yeah, I'll, I'll let me take a look up. real quick. Yeah, I'm just uh, I can't. I don't have it like instantly handy here. Uh, we'll say yes, just for sake of the speed. We'll say yes. Okay. Well, it, yeah. Okay. In this instance, so I'm going to use that, and I'm going to roll my insight uh, with my uh, with my wits. So that'll give me eight dice. Okay. Yeah. And that cost me a willpower point. So I have no willpower left now. Uh, 
and it was geez one six barely worth it <laughs> okay you someone has been here within the last couple of days you can you 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 find a couple spots where there are footprints uh, sort of in the soft dirt uh, to the or towards the edge of the clearing and stuff but it doesn't look like there's been a ritual here in in a long long time but you can tell okay. that these footprints are fairly fresh within a couple days um i will motion torak over to me okay torak as you start to move make an insight check for me mm, insight is zero wits is three so i'm just gonna roll my three base wits okay. uh, let's see here so that's going to bring that down to three that's going to bring that down to zero roll it uh, I've got one success, so yes. Okay. Just as you start to step forward, you sense out of the corner of your eye, almost maybe more with your sense of smell, that this figure sort of blooms, I guess is the best way to describe it, sort of out of the brush next to you. Uh, so you, you, as you turn, you realize that there's a an elderly man standing next to you, sort of just seemingly come out of... <laughs> the trees he's wearing a dark green cloak with sort of this silver embroidery around the edges of it and he's holding this staff with this sort of um gnarled knot at the end of it all right uh my hair is going to immediately stick up my my fur is going to see and uh, i'm going to face him and growl like like i'm startled yeah uh, he raises his hand and there's a sort of sense of calm that sort of waves over you. And he starts to look about all of you at the edge of this clearing and in the clearing and such. And he says, please, greetings, travelers. I am Brona. I mean you no harm. Guy. That's the guy. Yo, bro. <laughs> bro. I'll, um, uh-huh. I'll, I'll, like, I'll like kneel. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he says, I sense that you've come here from afar. What is it that you bring? Um, I just pushed a child behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, we have brought you this, ch- we have brought you the child behind this, behind, <laughs> behind my companion here. <laughs> we were sent to bring her to you. And he's, he gets this puzzled look. I'll just like, I'll just like, keep, motioning, uh, keep motioning, keep <laughs> motioning. Like, bring the child forward. Come on, Zephyr, bring the, bring the child forward. This is why we're here. You don't keep a man like this waiting. Zephyr just gives him a dirty look. <laughs> so yeah, he's sort of looking in your direction now, kind of puzzled. And he says like, uh, I don't ever recall uh, owning a child before. There was an old woman in the village of Dartmoor that uh, that gave us this child and told us to bring her to you specifically. Mm-hmm. Had like a one night stand that you don't really remember about. And <laughs> I'm just glaring at Torak now. <laughs> I'm just like completely, completely angry at everybody what? for not immediately doing like, exactly. What I, I, I look at, I look at them like, what, what you guys weren't thinking the same thing. Come on. No, I wasn't thinking the same thing of Brona. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever and i'll i'll kind of just walk walk away from the group and just kind of lean up against one of the pillars and 
over Overwatch. Like on just two legs or four legs? Like I'm how, on two legs. Okay, so normally Wolf can wander around on two legs. Just yeah, normally, normal. But when okay. we want to go like when we want to like charge or, or run fast, okay. we can get down and all. I just things. yeah, I just wanted. I'm I'm just trying to in do my it. mind. This is this yeah, is yeah, how yeah. I'm envisioning it. Okay, that's that's cool. That's fine. That works for me. It's kind of like I'm so, trying to think what what uh, what movie where uh, they had uh, like werewolves that would like I'm trying to think. Yeah, like it was it wasn't like Twilight? Didn't they have like? Don't you of... dare bring up that abomination! Okay, never mind, never mind. I'm not even... <laughs> danger, danger, Will Robinson. Okay. Um, I, I we get the idea. Blood, though. That's also trash. So. <laughs> there go all of my subscribers that loved. Yeah. <laughs> We're suddenly down to zero yeah. viewers, and I'm still watching it. So I don't know how that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Brona steps steps out towards you, uh, uh, Artan, um, and he kind of comes and stands next to you, and he, he looks over at Zephyr and sort of motions for you to come forward with the child. No, <laughs> she just holds ground because I'm gonna. Okay. How is how is um, Leaf feeling? How like I'm gonna like turn around, like sort of look look at them. Are they scared or like how how is how's the emotions feeling? Uh. Pretty terrified, yeah. Yeah. Uh, make an insight check for me. Cool. Uh, while you're doing that, uh, Artan, can you make an insight check for me as well? Sure. At nothing. Uh, yeah. Three. Uh, one, two, three successes. Ooh. So Zephyr, you don't trust this guy at all. Like you just have a bad feeling about him. Uh, Artan, you. You've never met Brona before. Uh, he would be sort of the, um, I guess you would consider him like a high druid. Um, he's, he's, you've probably heard of him before, you right. know, of this place and such. But um, uh, so you, you're, you're sort of, um, there's a reverence towards him. You still get sort of a weird, uneasy feeling about the whole situation like what what you kind of this what is going on here why like you're starting to almost doubt and question like why are we bringing this child to to a druid what does that have what does all this have to do with itself but okay um i'll stand up and brush brush my robes off and i'll be i'll, I'll apologize to him like i'm brona i'm 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 really sorry at, at how embarrassing this is becoming um, my companions, uh, we were just asked to bring this child to you, and no one has told us why, no one has explained to us why we're here, and while I trust you implicitly, um, it would go a long way if you could explain why we're bringing the child to you, to my companions, to put their minds at ease. And he says, uh, that's a good a question as I could ask myself. I'm not sure until I'm able to look at the child myself. I'm going to go stand next to Zephyr. Okay. Uh, kind of put, you know, another body between uh, Keyleth and 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 this druid. Um, as soon as you start coming over, actually, she's reaching for an arrow. But once she realizes you're not trying to grab the kid, she just. <laughs> <laughs> the arrow. Well, um, what what is it that that you do here? If you don't mind my my asking, what is what is this place to to you? specifically and he he sort of turns towards your direction he says this is karamor this is the ancestral meeting place of all the druids uh throughout the north 
This is our place where we would perform rituals and foretell the future. The girl it is, is my lack of a better word home. The girl is, is terrified. Um, she has no idea what's going on. And frankly, neither do we, she is half elven, very young. We risked our lives to get her here. We have, we have heard this child laugh. We, we need to know that she will be safe. Hey, Torak, do you have um, Wolf Kenny's senses, right? Yeah. That's sniffy power. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like a special ability for you? Um, it's just it, I have hunting instincts. That's that's about it. Uh, I do have. Uh, uh, oh, I don't have insight. Yeah. No, I don't really have anything. That. Uh... Uh, okay. All right. Because you're more of a hunter kind of thing. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Make an insight check for me anyway, uh, or wits, or wits roll, but roll, uh, add one die to it. Okay. I did not get anything first time. I'm going to push it. Okay. I got one success and one failure. Awesome. So you're going <laughs> to, uh, the wind shifts slightly and, uh, the scent crosses your nose. Uh, and you get a, a you get a deep whiff of decay and death coming off of uh, Brona himself, and as you as you feel this, the sort of the fur on the back of your neck starts to stand up, and he turns slightly towards you, and you see this sort of like glint of red in his eyes. <laughs> And that's where we're going to leave it for tonight. (laughs) I love it. This has been Victory Condition Gaming because winning shouldn't be the only victory condition when you get to the table. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye now.